podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to Footballistically Arsenal. I'm Boyd Hilton. I'm joined. Sidekick Josh is back. Have you, you had a week off, didn't you, last week? We Am I imagining it? Or? No, no, you're, you're correct. We had an event at Brisbane Road last oh, Monday yeah. night, which put football problems into perspective, I think you could arguably say. But I was sorry to miss the podcast, but I did enjoy listening back to it. Did you? Mm. What are the highlights? Um, <laughs> the bit, I'm not seriously asking you the highlights of well, our own podcast. Um, well, the fact that, that we've had two very good results is you were sort of, you know, you, you weren't quite as positive as, as you might be today but then again the results haven't gone our way so no. who knows I yeah. think uh, and also you've had the BAFTAs last night I assume yeah I am I should say I am I'm over. running on empty right. yeah just you know if, in case I make very little sense I might rely on you Josh to string some sentences well, together because I've had two hours sleep what, yeah. uh, what time did you get in well, I got in about three and then um, I had to be up at six because I was doing a thing on Sky News and you didn't bump into one of I didn't our guests bo- and, our, and our, our esteemed guest Mark Pugach is here oh. welcome Mark Broadcasting legend. Nice who to be you back. Were, you were at the Baptist last night. You were a nominee. I was. Well, it was very, and I was very honoured to be a nominee. Yeah, you know, I really was. Yeah, um, in the fun enough in the sports section for ITV's uh, Six Nations coverage, which was great. Very nice to go. But uh, I was quite amused that for the duration of the ceremony, which is not not far off three hours, yeah. the booze is banned, isn't yes. it? Yes, in the auditorium. Yes. I'm, I, and I'm assuming because once upon a time, booze would have been encouraged along with everything else, and presumably yeah. so many acceptance know, speeches were riddled with drunkenness. Right. I know for a fact that certain celebrities who go to these things year in year out, they bring a little hip flask, oh, yeah, they see. pour the champagne into the hip flask. That's yeah. what you do, Mike. They next know, time, I know. Next time, be there prepared. is a next time. Oh, yeah. I wasn't in. The, I was working in the pressure. I was right. um, chairing the press conference for the winners so I, I was had a one glass of champagne all night until the party and I was in and then the you really went for it then I went for but it on, you know on, what on the, sorry can I say on the football yeah. line the Hillsborough documentary which oh, was absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. phenomenal and, and what a deserved right, win, right. winner yeah. that was that I know you would obviously have totally. interviewed them afterwards it was fantastic. They, they were fantastic and you know, um, yes the last time Mark came on it was two days later it was the big ITV news do you remember that Oh yeah, when, on, we when ended you joined up, ITV, yeah. So I, I don't know if there's anything yeah, happening. Yeah. Maybe Wednesday, Glory we'll days. just keep, a, yeah. keep an eye out. Yeah. Um, and we're also joined by Dan Roebuck, one of the many voices of Arsenal. Yes, I've never been to the BAFTAs ever. Um, but, you you know, we, if they have we a, live in hope. Ne- if they have a category for player. best Arsenal-based commentator. Yes, I think I'd, I'd, I'd be at least nominated, I think. But, but, but there's only a handful of us, so, <laughs> you know... Yeah, fair enough. I was, yeah. say, I was saying just before we came on, I was listening to Dan's commentary from the uh, from the Stoke game because yeah. it, it wasn't on Five Live, it wasn't on Talksport, and I was driving at the time. So the answer was to uh, to get the feed up on the on the internet, which was great. Thanks for Good that service you did, and, it, <laughs> and, and and you have to be uh, you were covering a bit of the social stuff. It was quite a lot. You had to try. Yeah, we, we we try and uh, first and foremost, what we what we try and not do is make it too much Arsenal because people see the games, people see the action later on if they if they're not watching it and listening to us at the same time which can happen to a lot of people they will turn down local TV if they're mm, in the yeah. States or whatever and listen to us so you can't go overboard but we're still obviously Arsenal centred so we, we obviously want Arsenal to win and we'll spin it in an Arsenal way but not too much we've got to be fair and honest yeah exactly yeah. We was, it, was it cold? Do you know what? Well, well Mark, Mark will know this, and, and you guys might do as well. Um, strange enough, they are filling in one of the corners of I Stoke, noticed that on match of the day, but not yes. the not the side where the commentators oh. and the press box is. So oh. we're gonna have we're gonna have to wait for a, another few years, maybe for that. It, it ups their 
uh, capacity per another two and a half thousand to you remember 30, last season I think. you would have been there and I was there for five live it was a Sunday game yes it was nil nil yeah and I was outside in that press box from midday till seven o'clock Brutal. in the end I pulled my Brutal. jumper up actually up, up to my eyes Brutal. and I had a flat cap it on. is it is the coldest ground my jumper it, it is, is the, the coldest, coldest ground. you must have been there boy I have been there yeah, yeah it's it, the coldest ground yeah I remember I got str- the only time I went there I got stranded at the train station on the way back and I remember that nightmare yeah stranded there for two hours and I think a lot of people did this time because I know a lot of tweets from um, certain big Arsenal people were saying there's a big delay on the train for some reason coming back for a lot of them so it was a nightmare well, thank it, god we won exactly thank god we won most of the time yeah. Arsenal fans coming back from yeah. there they're like oh can't can't exactly. take it so in, in uh, Josh has done our menu this week which is you yeah, know, tremendous no it's good yeah. we beat we did beat Stoke 4-1 mm-hmm. it, we, we didn't imagine and that's a big win but we haven't beaten them have we away for ever, since, since ever since Ramsey's broken since, yeah that was yeah. a 3-1 win people forget that the Ramsey uh, yeah. game what was a win it's the only win in the Premier League era uh, and the right. biggest win away at Stoke since 1950 wow I saw the stat that it was the first time we scored the first goal there or something is that right in the Premier League in era Premier, yes. yeah in the Premier League yes yes yes, yes and yes, Mark yes, Hughes yes. has incredible record isn't he against, against he's got league. yeah he's got a he's is he second or third? Yeah, into, in, third yeah, there, yeah. there is. There, there was a stat ahead was of the, the game. the first time he'd beaten him away or something? I think so. Yeah, yeah. 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 many clubs. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the, so we can talk about the game and also, you know, what does this mean? Obviously, we all got our hopes up and West Ham uh, failed to deliver. Um, I just said, you know Tom Davis? You know big Tom Davis who does... Have you ever seen Murder I Successful? I saw him yesterday. Yes. And it was my one regret last time. I really wanted to go up because you two put me onto it. Yeah. And, uh, and Sophia, who's been on here yes. as well. Yeah. And yes. I thought, oh, that's Tom Davis. Yeah. But, you know. He's a big West Ham fan. Yes. He was very apologetic that they totally failed to come up with a performance. They were always going Liverpool. to. Apparently yeah, they're, they're rubbish, they, I'm afraid. Yeah, they are. They are. Yeah, they, they raised well, their, our hopes, well, our hopes were, were raised when Spurs, they defeated yeah. Spurs. Yeah. That's their but, cup but they, And they hate Spurs so much. They don't give a shit about Liverpool. I think they were left to do a lap of honour in a rather they were <laughs> so was Stoke so was Stoke <laughs> yes. incidentally just speaking of Stoke oh, it, was, wow. it was a lap of appreciation as, yeah. as oh, it's yeah. called Sorry. these days and nearly everyone had gone yes. so it was, it was rather odd sort of doing a little bit of post-match stuff and like looking around and players of Stoke going around but Quite I don't know, an, a tenth empty stadium or something. It's challenging for the club photographer to try and make it still look busy, isn't it? You've got to get the players get clapping. Get some tight shots. But you can't yeah, like, very, like, very tight shots. Like Donald Trump's inauguration. Yeah, it was like, yeah, oh, yeah. 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 Middlesbrough's lap of honour. Brad Guzan picked up his little two-year-old baby. They've all got the, the club yeah. shirt on with daddy on the back, so you'd never quite know until <laughs> until said player picks up child that there's a chance that they're related. Poor two-year-old boy burst into tears. Oh, no. Guzan goes straight down oh. the tunnel. Again, with nobody in the stand. Because you're not really going to clap. Yeah, your team would have been relegated. Yeah. Right, so. Well, let's hope that the same doesn't await us next Sunday. Indeed. So we're now relying, aren't we, on um, Man City are playing West Brom and Watford. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I can't... Th- I mean, Watford away, vague, but no. I mean, th- all these teams are... I mean, Wenger made this point at the, 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 the press conference today and he said they're all on the beach. All the mid-table teams are yeah. I don't, th- I don't think that, that... Do you think that's unfair? Uh, yeah, that's I, 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 look, look, Sunderland beat Hull and Sunderland had just mm. gone down. It, it, it's not know. as simple as, as right. we think. Obviously, okay. there are always results that spike up and think, ah, that's because they're already relegated yeah. or nothing to play for or whatever. But it doesn't always Okay, but is Liverpool playing Middlesbrough. Now, I cannot think of a team they'd rather play than a just relegated, diabolically bad team at home. I mean, sure. You're, pr- you're probably you right. You can't score. I know they'd score. The they game, but you can't score. score. They have drawn at Emirates and at Etihad. Yeah, well, you know. I'm clinging, I'm clinging, clinging to, to something. I think the, the, the reality is, isn't it, that would have taken it going to the final day. And it, you know, we have to, we have to win tomorrow night. But just taking it to the final day, the idea that we might get to 75 points, we we just need to do our bit now and and hope. And it, you know, at least you know, you just hope that 
we score the first goal that there's a point on Sunday where if we get a really early goal that Liverpool haven't yet scored and, and we put the pressure on mm. them you, you just have to do you think we're deluded you, you think it's all over yeah. well I think oh, it's completely over. over completely over <laughs> yeah. and I mean listen uh, there, are so, there are so many timelines throughout this season which you've discussed every week and obviously recently Crystal Palace and Watford and West Brom but go back to the very first game of the season against Liverpool yeah. and people say well you can't pick out one game and of course you're right but if you lose to a, the team that you're directly in competition with for a top four it's a double whammy isn't it because yeah. they go up three and you know you, you have missed a chance and Arsenal go in unprepared not ready Koscielny sitting in the stand oh, Mustafi yeah, not, yeah. Yes, not yet bought Rob Holding who was out of nappies then he's done brilliantly yeah. brilliantly but he was yeah. out of nappies then and Callum Chambers who got shipped out the next week I mean, come on, yeah, be God, prepared for the start of the That was a shambles. If that game finishes yeah. one all, right. Arsenal got every chance yeah. of finishing the top four, yeah. haven't yeah. they? Yeah. Gosh, to me, it rather yeah, no, sums up the season. It does sum it up, doesn't yeah. it? The, sh- the shambles. Yeah. I, I mean, I, you, you're right. You can highlight any game. I would suggest a home defeat to Watford is, oh, yeah, is, that was... is potentially right. one oh, that absolutely. you can hang your hand. But you, as you say, you can pick out any performance you like, any result you like that drops points that puts us in this situation. It's just it's the first game of the season. Yeah. You've got to be yeah. ready. And, you know, when Wenger's in France, you know, covering it for TV, that's when fans go, hang on a second. Don't say that the team's not ready on the first day of the season when you were away for... In, in France yeah yeah. I, I mean Gabriel was injured wasn't he yep. in, the, in pre-season against Man City when they played in Scandinavia that, that obviously if he hadn't been he would have played it might have been a little bit different I don't know but in terms of um, you know I'm A we're, we're assuming we're going to win our last two games I don't I don't assume that I think it's, there's room for one of those games to certainly for a draw to happen I mean I think mm. we're on a bit of a roll aren't we you know the team the, the, we've kind well, of we're on a good roll for us if you look for, at this well, season certainly uh, for us yeah finally in, in, in kind of in classic Arsenal style but I still think there's room for once the pressure you know once that pressure is on there's room for them to collapse. Mentally. Well, I think it, the, the, I think the most important thing to be on a roll is for the cup final. To be honest, I mean, yes. let's face it. The, what are the chances of Arsenal coming fifth now? Yeah, I'd About say ninety-five percent. Okay. Yeah. So the most important thing is I think they won six out of seven. Dan, yeah. Now Arsenal, obviously the Tottenham defeat. So t- is to go into the cup final having won eight out of nine. Chelsea know full well. Arsenal having beat them in September 3-0 that Arsenal can beat them yes Chelsea have changed their system since then but they're a very good team Chelsea deserve champions but they're not you know they're not impregnable they're We've not unbeatable that. definitely so they're definitely, definitely not unbeatable definitely. Yeah. And, on, and on the day yeah well on that big day yeah, that, Absolutely. yeah you're right so yeah. I think I think that the most important thing from Arsenal's point of view is to win the next two to go into that cup final like right there's I think a chance it, yeah, I think it just would have been it would have felt so different if Arsenal had have got to, if you know West Ham had beaten or drawn with Liverpool Arsenal get top four it's, I know the FA Cup final uh, for our generation is never a free hit but it would almost feel like a free hit you've got the Champions League and it's a bonus for the FA Cup but that's not there as you say just win the games stay fit stay healthy keep all your best players um, wanting to play in that final and don't available play between now and then. Well, he, you know, he wants to play every single game, doesn't he? That's that's the yeah. thing. I don't think he he can yeah. be dropped. Well, at we the should moment. talk about that moment, that extraordinary moment in the game where he he signaled to come off, f- feeling his thigh, and he wasn't taken off. Scores what? He scores yeah. two and, and then scores two minutes later. <laughs> that that yeah, was unbelievable, wasn't it? Yeah. I was trying to work out. Everyone tweeted. You know, I was I was watching the game on on Sky, and and you know, look at people. But everyone was outraged immediately because you know, classic people blaming Vane for not taking him off and that dithering you know over that moment and then it then he scored and it seems like a brilliant moment but so I couldn't work out whether it's a bit embarrassing for Sanchez because maybe he wasn't that injured and he was you know just wanted I don't know just for some reason decided to give he wanted to give up and, and leave leave the field it's very or whether, unusual for him to signify that he wants to unusual, come yeah. off so, so there must have been an out. issue of some sort then he scores and then it's like he makes this gesture yeah. as to point to the badge and the ground as if to say I'm staying <laughs> so within two minutes he'd gone from 
being quite pissed off when he's to leave the pitch. Yeah. So being suddenly, I, and I've scored this quite really good goal. I don't think he said I'm signing for Stoke, did he? I don't think that's what it meant. No, I don't no. think it did. Yeah, exactly. I love this pitch. Yeah, <laughs> I love I love to hit here at Stoke. I, I, so that I, I I wouldn't. I don't know. I wouldn't read anything into wouldn't that. You? No, I wouldn't. To be honest with you, I wouldn't. To be honest, I I think he, I, I don't. I think he's really enjoyed playing for Arsenal, but it fits. Do you just feel he's going? Yeah, because I think he wants Champions League football. I also think he's clearly high maintenance. There's no oh, question about that. Massive. And I think, you correct me if I'm wrong, I think if you have a look at his career, he is a three-season man, I think, give or take. You know, he played, obviously started in Chile. I think he probably played for Udinese You're for about right. three I'm just seasons. Look, yeah, I'm Barca just looking for at three seasons. Now, yeah. This is his yeah. third season. You're right. I th- you know, he's 29. Yeah. He's 29, isn't he? He's 29. Yeah. He? He's 28. 28. Okay. Here we go. Still, 29 yeah, next season. Yeah. So, you know, it feels like a three-season man, does it? Look, it'll be a massive blow. And I think mm. if Arsenal had Champions League football, it could be different. But I, I, I would imagine he's going to go. Yeah, I, I don't know. He might, he, he might do, he might not. I, I, look, like anything, if, if teams offer the money, that's, that's the biggest swinger of all. People talk about Champions League football, but the cash is where it's mm. at. And we saw that with Manchester United last season. You know, Pogba yeah. and Ibrahimovic could have gone to a Champions League club. They didn't because they got the, yeah. the money from yeah. Manchester United. So, so if the money's on the table, he potentially could stay. Um, he's still got a year of his contracts. Uh, left obviously so yeah the question will be if, if he does want to leave whether the club put the foot down and are willing to take nothing next summer from a financial point of view and a business point of view which we That's often discuss is our it's, club it's, I mean, seems unlikely they'll take I nothing I think, I think the problem if you do that is then you risk losing him to Chelsea if you sell him now yeah. you can say you can go but you're going to play for PSG or Barn you yeah. know I think Arsenal would say we're not doing that again with Van Persie that's not happening again if you go get our money back probably a little bit more yeah, get 40 million yeah. from yeah. Bayern Munich or PS, mm-hmm. PSG you can quote them what they want they'll pay it won't they yeah. make, make a profit you're three years older and we, and we don't strengthen a direct rival because you, you quite rightly you'd go absolutely mad would you? if he turns out for Chelsea yeah. in August you go absolutely Chelsea, bonkers yeah. and quite rightly so yeah. and do you think Wenger's in the mood because if he, he is high maintenance and he is kind of yeah. petulant and he's, he's, he is prone to embarrassing moments like when he yeah Sends his injured, been hit in the head or something. Yeah. But I, but I, I keep saying that he's one of. The, I, th- I feel those pl- kinds of players that are mercurial and you know, mm. like Suarez. You know, no yeah. one's more childish than Suarez. That is worst. And yet, you know, it would be madness to not have it, want to keep him in your team. Oh yeah, it? yeah. No, I agree. So, yes. but there are. There's a large number. I, I feel there's a slight correlation. I was looking at this at the weekend because there's still people compl- slagging him off, Suarez, um, Sanchez, and I feel there's a slight correlation between the Wenger pro Wenger brigade. Um, and the and the ones that aren't that keen on Sanchez, I do think there's a correlation between them. It's, it's almost sort of like Venn diagram. These you've pure, got in your yeah, head. If, if there was a Venn diagram that these purists who think Arsene can do no wrong, kind of also feel so the pro Wenger and the anti anti Sanchez. Sanchez. Oh, yeah, okay. it's like they've de- they're, they're they're horrified at the idea of Wenger leaving, but they're not that bothered about Sanchez going because I think they feel. Uh, my guess is reading them, literally reading some of these tweets, it's like. He's such a kind of, um, they feel he's a spoiled right? And whereas Wenger is this majestic, you know, figure and is being tainted somewhat by this little annoying guy but who I, happens to be an absolutely brilliantly skillful player I think who scores all these goals that and does might, all these that might, be, that might be true. But, but I think that there is instances uh, over the entire history of football of managers putting their foot down for star players. You know, Conte did it with, with Diego Costa, didn't he? Mm. You know, yeah, handed out brilliantly. You know, you know, Ferguson did it with, with various at Manchester United. I mean, you know, Stam left and maybe you shouldn't have done and sometimes it's to the detriment of the team but I think 
you want your manager to be strong, don't you? You want, you know, can you really allow? But, can you really allow but it's anyone not, to just do what they want? But when you've got one individual who's scoring so many more goals and creating so many more chances than any other player, and this is the thing that people, this is the complaint that he's not a team player, you know, and Wenger is all about the team, yeah. isn't he? So I think that's part of the correlation. But, I, but to me, it's like if we had any other player who's as effective, then fine. But, but we think, haven't got anyone. I, Boyd, I think that's it. I, I'm all, uh, Steve Bruce told me a story once about Cantona, and you know they'd won the league. I think and they were all told to turn up at Manchester Town Hall wearing club suit whatever blah 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 Cantona turns up in you know deck shoes chinos open neck shirt and apparently Steve Bruce the captain said to Fergie well what about him and he went he's Eric Cantona right. he creates all these goals he scores all, scores all these goals brilliant player now you may say what's the difference between that and Sanchez well, well, the, the difference the is the difference is that everybody else in the team pulled their weight right. were, were terrific every week there were no weaknesses let's be honest the problem for Sanchez is that too many of this team have proved over the last 10 months how mentally weak they are yeah. that's in my view that is the difference yes but also and, and so, sorry, so Sanchez could have played in an invincible or a Tony mm. Adams Lee Dixon team yeah. in '98 because the rest of them they would have they would have pulled him into line, yeah. they would have got him into line, but no one in this team does, so it's yeah. left to the manager to do it. I, yeah, but I, but I think in, in in this particular instance, if he's winning Arsenal the title, then you can pretty much forgive yeah. anything. But yeah. he's not. But how much worse off will we have been without all well, those goals? And well, people the say that the rest aren't play, good enough. Yeah, yeah. We, people say that, but you don't play with ten players. People always say, "Oh, you take his goals out, this happens, and and you, you take this." It, you don't yeah. play with ten. Someone else comes in and plays. I mean, the, uh, to to flip that a different way, look at Ibrahimovic, who's had a fantastic season for Manchester United's top goal scorer. Yet there is a body of of, of thought that suggests that United are better without him. Well, there, yeah, yeah, there, there mm. is, there is. But he's still their top scorer. He still scored last minute equalizers. He's still got them to this you know Europa League final and and close to a top four which they may well have got if they but just on, you know just on a, on a kind of almost um you know old school Arsenal romantic you know, the whole thing we play great football and Wenger ball this nonsense that doesn't exist anymore but he's one of our few players that you want to go and pay to yeah. see play well, I mean, in the get last... rid of him then what are we left with we're left the... with a bunch of Ozil who might turn it on once every once a month if we're lucky and that's your um, big complaint I mean you know I've been listening to this that's your big complaint yeah. amongst everything else is the football's been lousy hasn't it's been it ter- it's been, football's it's been, been turgid yeah, totally. there's, there's been moments at least in the last week where you could go it, it's been better and look Sanchez has been the one that grabbed that game away yeah. at Southampton with a, a real moment yep. of skill and actually, even when this possible injury that, that happened on Saturday was on the pitch to kill the game at three-one and, and take us well, so I just wonder. Like, there was a moment in the Man United home game where uh, Ramsey had got to the byline quite near the, the Man United yes. goal, and the most obvious pass to those of us behind the goal and looking down did seem to be to find a cutback for Sanchez. And there was this clear moment of like childish stamping his feet and, and petulance from Sanchez, but he was kind of right. But you, you do wonder what kind of feeling that some of the players who, who maybe aren't the ones who will pull him into line like Dixon Dan is pointing I, well, what do you think Dan? well on that Manchester United game and I may well have got these figures wrong well I'm not going to quote figures uh, uh, but in terms of Alexis Sanchez I think we could all agree we associate him with being busy someone who wants to get involved in the game will drop deep will will affect the play as much as he can you see a lot of energy and industry with Alexis Sanchez every single game Manchester United at home he was either the player who ran and sprinted the least of the outfield mm. players or the second least and usually when you look at his you know oh. kilometers yeah. run and you can check this all or not so I'm sure someone listening will will either prove me wrong or right uh, you know he's always up there 
He's always seven, he's eight, 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 nine. He's dropped off, yeah. Against Manchester United, he's from like five and a half, yeah. which is... Now, on the flip of that, it's, well, it's a different shape now. He keeps his discipline, and that makes the team better. But, you know, you can spin this in lots of different ways. But in terms of his natural game, it wasn't there at Manchester United. And actually, by the way, I looked at that closely because I, no- mm. I noticed that when I do my World Football Review on a Monday. There wasn't an obvious ball from Ramsey to Sanchez in that case. That really was a tantrum mm. for no reason. Oh, he's totally it wasn't, capable. It wasn't, oh. it, and it was, there, it was a ridiculous yeah, There's reaction. no denying. There's, he's, he's, he's very... He's, he's totally capable of throwing a tantrum yeah. and being embar- an embarrassment. Embarrassing, but yeah. I, just, I just feel you... Ha- I, buy, I just think that's, you have to buy into it. You have to accept it. You know, I don't think you're ever going to get it out of him. I just think he is a, a childish player. Moment, no, I agree. But, at the moment, Arsenal have to, should have to try and suck it up. But suck it up, yeah. yeah. You know, I'm sorry. I'd rather that than I'd have boring, you know, Giroud oh, falling over. Oh, of course we'd and, rather suck it know, up. What, the goal-scoring Giroud? Right, the goal-scoring Giroud, yeah, okay. I'm glad he scored a goal yeah. or two goals. Yeah. Look, maybe, maybe you're right, Mark, in terms of, because it was Ramsey and there was a bit of negativity over, well, over the last few months towards Ramsey, I'd yeah. say, from large chunks of the Arsenal crowd. And he was terrific. And because that ball, and it, it was yeah. one of his better games, but that ball was, a, you know, a poor ball It was ball about time the, that he had a good game, though, wasn't it? I mean, we, we waited a long time for Ramsey to have a good game. But I thought that one of the most interesting things, to go back to the game against Stoke was that it was an Ozil um, Sanchez. I thought both of them were. Well, they had a lot of um, passes to, to each other, yeah. and a lot. They seemed to be kind of restored that axis. Uh, and Ozil doing uh, without meaning to name drop. I've been at work today with Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank. Oh, Not yeah. that much of a name drop, is it? That is interesting. And, and I said, "What do you think about?" And he went, "That's what Ozil should do more right. often. That running in behind. Yes. He went. He hasn't done enough of that nice. this season. Nice. He's he's normally the one providing the pass. It was a brilliant pass." But he said. Running behind, what, what, why totally. in the last three or four months? He's been sulky a bit, let's be honest, hasn't he? I don't know what it is with he, him. Like, running behind, it, it was, like, a, it was yeah. a brilliant goal. Yeah, it was a great goal, but it, 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 totally, it's incredible that he doesn't do more of that. And yeah. I often feel that he's, he's almost like scared or something. Yeah. Like, there's almost like some kind of lack of confidence in, in Ozil. It's, he's got eight goals in the Premier League this season. His best ever return for any team he's ever played in Real Madrid, Werder Bremen in a league season is nine. Really? That's interesting. Could easy match at this season. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, but, but yes, but but, <laughs> but 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 February, March, April. Yeah, oh god. February, yeah, March. Totally. Where where yeah. where were any of them? But yeah. you know, when when it mattered, oh, it was a yeah. brilliant goal. You yeah, it was a great. It was behind, beautiful. Yeah. Like that. Um, we'll talk more about that game and more about Arsenal, of course, after this break. Hello from the Geek Town Radio podcast, a show that gives you the latest TV, film and gaming news all from a UK perspective, plus the latest UK premiere dates and a ton of interviews from people such as Suits Lewis Lit, Rick Hoffman. It's crazy. The whole thing's crazy. To gaming royalty like Troy Baker and Nolan North. Would you really take a bullet from me? Uh, well, no, that's that's the acting. From behind the scenes people such as the directors of smash hit US comedy Veep. We love Geek Town. My kids wear your t-shirts. To screen legends. Hello. Such as Mr. George Decay. Star trekking across the universe. For all this and more, come join us on Geek Town Radio, available to download every Tuesday from your usual podcast supplier and from geektown.co.uk. And we're back from the break. Um, So generally... Guys, what do we feel about that performance against Stoke? Is it you know? I ask this every every time we play well. Is it 
you know, is, is this is does that kind of performance? Is it just ram home? Why you know why can't the manager get them to play that well for months on end earlier in the season in the kind of middle, particularly the middle part of the I season? Do, I don't or know. it's like actually you kind of partly blame the players that they can they've proven they can get their act together and play well now. Who you know who's to? It's like do we take the positive from it or actually is it a really damning I, reminder? You go first. I, I, well, well, look, first and foremost, I'd say that you know Stoke obviously nothing to play for, and that that might mm. be a slight fact. However, they made one change from their previous game. They obviously wanted to win. It was their final home game of the season. Um, I think they were playing in their new home strip for the following campaign. The fans were massively up for it as well. It was typically uh, Stoke atmosphere. They gave Wenger pelters. Ramsey got grief for this ridiculous reason that he got injured on their pitch, which is just insane. Uh, And, you know, for the first five or six minutes, as Mark and you guys will know, the atmosphere is terrific up there. And it abates a little bit and Arsenal take control of the game. And it was a controlled, professional, efficient display. Would it have been the same if it was November? I I don't know, but I still take an awful lot of positives from that. I mean, it's a 4-1 win at Stoke. Oh, no, it was a very good performance, but it just shows the paucity of the feebleness of the performances in late winter and early spring. And I go back to the same thing. Paul Haywood said it in the Telegraph. If Arsenal were playing like this, where were they when it mattered? And to me, it just goes back to a simple thing. There is no sanction at Arsenal for doing badly. Whoever you are, starting with the manager... There is no sanction. Yeah. And, Ve- and, it, and it came out when someone said to Wenger, what, two or three weeks ago, what have the board said about a target for you? And he goes, I wish Luke Kempner were here. There is, there is no target. <laughs> yeah. There is no target. What do you mean there's no target? If you're a Chelsea manager on top four, there's a, there's a target. If you don't get it, you're out. What do you mean there's no target? And it feels to me like there's no... That's why that Arsenal in this complete state of inertia. Yeah. There's, there's no recrimination. There's no sanction yeah. for doing badly. You don't lose your place, particularly, and the manager's not under pressure. And, all right, people say, well, they've gone to three at the back. Why have Arsenal gone to three at the back? Come on, it's fairly obvious. Because they were desperate. Yeah, absolutely. Because they yeah. were desperate. Yeah. Yeah, because totally. the performance yeah. at Crystal Palace was the worst performance of the Wenger era yeah. and they were up shit creek mm. and he had to try something and it's double top to try and get him out of a mess and, yeah, it, and it's worked yeah. up to a point it was- but into, sorry, on, but one more point <laughs> it has worked up to a point but but where Pochettino is a brilliant coach and to say that on this pod people, oh, well he is a brilliant coach he knew that Arsenal played three at the back and you were there Dan so he didn't play at three he right. played a flat right. back four yeah. and Arsenal tactically were bamboozled they didn't know what to do mm. Because they're not coached and tactically yeah. and I savvy. Still think, I still so, think... So, sorry, to answer your question, yeah, yeah. it shows how <laughs> yes. useless they've been for yeah. a few months. And in this run, Dan, my, my issue with this run, of this kind of fairly decent run, is, is the games we played... So Stoke, for me, they weren't barely trying after, after that first five, ten minutes. They were woeful, weren't they? They were terrible. Like, they would be... They would be, they would be tackling us every second of that game, but they just let us play, to yeah. some, to, you know, astonishingly, I thought, for Stoke. And... You know, a lot of these games in this run with the three at the back, we've still allowed them loads of chances. I mean, obviously, we're letting in a few goals, thank God. But is it the transformation that, you know, some people think it is? And really, isn't it just kind of masking the... I don't know. Just on the formation, I mean, I talked about it with with a couple of guys at Arsenal mid-season when um, players were injured, midfielders were injured, but you had all of your centre-halves available and it was almost like well if you've got them all available can't you can't you play three at the back because that's what you've got at the moment and there was a lot of uh, central midfield injuries um, and they, and, and Arsenal didn't do it uh, why, he's, why he's gone through it I don't know I'd, I'm not quite sure it's permanent I, 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 because it's not really the Arsenal thing way he, he likes not to get enough no he likes exactly he likes to get attacking players on the pitch 
and you know you're 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 effectively playing for sort of five defenders, sort yeah. of, aren't you? I know Oxley James is playing on the right hand side um, of a, of a three four three, so, but. One thing it has done, it's probably got the best out of Granite Xhaka at the moment because mm-hmm. the ball all the time seems to be diagonal from sort of centre deep to left or right and he can pick that. We've seen other players try it and fail. But he, that, that it seems to fit him a lot more and yeah. I still think it's the first season for a, for a player who's come from a different division playing a different uh, league for a continental league uh, you know I, I think next season he'll be a lot better and he's, he's coming to his home a little bit more I think there are positives and I, it's just nice that Arsenal are playing in different ways I'd love to see next season some games you play four at the back some three some, yeah. and just mix it up this is something that other coaches Top line coaches will do. You know, Guardiola will do it. Uh, Mourinho will do it. Cut his, do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, cut, cut your cloth according to who you're playing. Don't just say, as, as we all know, we all know ex-players and, and Arsenal has always said, well, you know, the, you go out and play. I've got faith in you. And that's great to an extent. But maybe now needs to do something else. And maybe we're seeing something else. Mm. Yeah. And, it's been, and Rob Holding has been, he's well, been a big positive. I, it, I was thinking about this the other day. And I mean, you might say it's ridiculous. But I, I was pretty certain that Tony Adams was the same age, which he was when he was made Arsenal captain. I accept except he probably had a little bit more experience. But considering it, when was the last time the Arsenal captain played for Arsenal? About 1927, was yes. I mean, they don't yeah. play. It's no. over 100 games now, isn't it? I saw the tweet. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know what the It's over 100 games since the Arsenal lot. club captain mm. played. Yeah. I, all right, you can do it all off. Frankly, I'd be tempted to make Rob Holding Arsenal captain. No, I think I, I really would. No, no. I, saw, I saw a few people suggest I that, really yeah. would, yeah. because... You say to him, right, you're club captain at 21. You're going to be a club captain for 12 yeah. years. You're going to do Tony Adams. You're going to do John Terry. Yeah, yeah. And Ooh, he seems yeah. very, I thought he was interviewed afterwards in the post, and he seemed very, like, together. Yes, very, he, he, he comes across yeah, very, well. very, yeah, very well. Very much so. He, he was, he was um, uh, put in front of the written journalist as well, which is, which is always a little bit tougher yes, because obviously yeah. when you're getting stuff on telly, is. As Mark knows, you know, you have to get something that, that you can broadcast, so you, you dolly up a few questions by and large. But he was put in front of the, the, the newspaper journalists and spoke well and, and gave some good answers about what he hoped for for end of the season and, and you know, the next campaign as well. And he, he, he fits the system. He, he didn't play. I think he played at a Bolton once. Yeah. So it's not as if, yeah. like, it was anything to do with him. He's, he just looks a... I think he's... Because he's young, he's probably going to make the odd mistake or two. Of course but he is. which you, he has, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, but you, you know, he's learning the game, and he lo- he looks a player, doesn't he? He looks yeah. comfortable, yeah. and the way he strides forward Tony as well. Falling over the ball oh, on the halfway line against Man United Tony, one day. Tony Adams yeah. was a laughing stock for, yes. for the opposition yeah. fans because yeah. he made he made yeah. one or two bad terrible mistakes a lot. But he was a three giant. years. He was a yeah. giant. The, so. the club also seemed to be using. Maybe you see this, Dan. He's doing a lot of the in-house media stuff, and I saw there was a nice video he did with Martinez. there was a little jokey thing. He looked really settled. Like he, you know, wasn't there was no burden of being an Arsenal player, yeah. wasn't. And, and also, and I, and I know I, I always get accused of being far too pro Arsenal when I come in here, which obviously I am. Um, but imagine if he'd have played from the off, and I know he played Leicester after Liverpool. Yeah. But if he'd have continued to play, you you can do a little bit more damage there. You know, you've got. I think he's been managed fairly well. I know people say, well, after the semi final, why didn't he stay in? But I, I think, by and large, he's been managed pretty mm. well. And if they are looking for another centre-half, which they probably are, because Mertesacker, you know, is clearly a great bloke, but has come to the end of his career, and Gabriel's still an accident waiting to happen. They are waiting for... If they do want another centre-half, they do want to play three yes. at the back, they probably need another one. They're talking about Ben Gibson. Obviously, Callum Chambers is still an Arsenal player. You might say, right, actually, what about two 
English centre-halves mm. of the same age who grow up together. Imagine how good they yeah. would be playing yeah. together. Well, I'm not sure if Cam Chambers is... Uh, After, well, it yeah. may be Ben Gibson, it yeah, may yeah. be somebody else yeah. or whatever. So we're signing so, this Kalasinec. Is that, that's, is that right? Has that it, been well, confirmed? it looks like it. I don't know, it hasn't been officially been put out by Arsenal, no, okay. but um, it seems to be fairly conclusive from various sources. Dan, is that, is that what you... I honestly don't know. Um, He's uh, a defender. And he's, he's a left back. He's left he back. plays uh, for Schalke at the moment, and uh, according to news reports, he's going to come to Arsenal. He's a Bosnian international. He was born in Germany, Bos- Bosnian uh, parentage. I think, uh, from what I know, and my knowledge is limited of German football, but he plays in a, a back four for, yeah. for Schalke rather than right. a back, yeah. back five right. or back But three. he's tough. Yeah, it I'm seems that way. Flippin'. He's tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah he was booked yeah. at the weekend. Yeah, okay. and he's robust. Whether that means there anything. There seems to be a lot, a lot of clubs that had been interested. Yeah. So, and, and doesn't this put. Because, you know, Ozil's. Um, certainly the PR around those will put, put out the argument that until there's a decision on the manager that we don't want to make a decision on potentially his future or a contract being well, offered if, but if, this he goes, to, if it presumably, goes Ozil's signing a new contract well there, w- well there was definitely a school of thought that I was that I was told which was he was more likely to stay if, if the manager left that that was what mm-hmm. we discussed on here yeah. I think two months yeah. ago um, unless that was a podcast you missed not sure but I know you listened no, back listen to the ones yeah. you're not here so yeah. I'm sure you'd have listened people have said the same thing about um, Sanchez as well but yeah. doesn't this you know if we're signing play- like I don't know if a player is coming into the club now and agreeing Surely he needs to know who the manager yeah, is going to be. You would have thought so. so does that not lean even more, even though we all think that you know, he's still staying, doesn't that even more make it seem like he must be? Otherwise, he yeah, wouldn't just sign on not knowing who the manager is. I don't know. I, I'm a, a great believer that m- money can do an awful lot for anybody. So it's, it's, if, if deals are on the table... I mean, yeah, yes, you're right, and obviously they wouldn't want to know what the manager is, but if you put enough money in someone's... And all, well, your, logic's absolutely, yeah. your logic's cast iron for me, Josh, yeah. And I think we'd all probably expect he's staying. Now, and also, the press conference today, your, your press conference monitor, aren't you? Did you watch it today? I read all the quotes. I read it, yeah. I read it on the train. I over. mean, he was back to his, I thought today was very revealing, because I think, in, you know, in, he was back to his kind of slightly cocky, slightly patronising, you know. I like, I, I like the, the word bristling at the moment. Br- br- he, was, he was advising, I don't know if you read the quotes, Mark, but he was advising Chelsea on how to deal with next year's, the fact that they're yeah. in the Champions League again. Yeah. And, you know, like he's never won the Champions League. This is the League. Chelsea team who won yeah, the Champions right. League five years and ago. And he was right. saying, Partly because he and lost reached several semi-finals. Yeah. Yeah. So what he was getting at, in a, in a fr- I, I feel preposterous manner, was that you know part of the reason why they won the league, which of course is true, is that they yeah. weren't in Europe. Yeah, sure, but sure. still they're way better than us, obviously yeah. in every in every single way. Best team wins the league. Best team does. wins the league. And then he also slightly patronisingly um, was talking about how you know the, the style of play. Basically, he was just kind of back to the whole thing of like oh, you know as if suddenly we've had a really good season and he can lecture well, people well he did his thing about um, <laughs> because he was obviously asked about the, the potential points tally we could get which would be 75 oh, yeah. which obviously it is a, a, a pretty significant points total and he made the point that he'd won the league with 78 sure. and, and therefore you know this would be an improvement I, I think only once in the last eight seasons we've done better than, than 75 yeah, points 79 was a few years so yeah. that just shows last, how last much, year was, that shows how much everybody yeah. else has improved yeah. then it, it's an, yeah. well you can and overtaken Arsenal yes well, it's it's an improvement on last year, and Arsenal was second. Yeah, uh, into it. That's if uh, Gunners get seventy five. I think what's happened as well is that the bottom half of the table are, are all fairly poor because you know you're getting Crystal Palace win a game and jumping up three or four places and you know they could finish top 10 having been in a relegation battle on the penultimate weekend West Brom haven't won since they beat Arsenal and they're, so still West probably, and they're still probably in eighth aren't they so I think there's an awful lot of poor teams I think that the top six have improved but the, the rank and file there's more of you a you could gap. take eighth to 17th and frankly throw them up yeah, in the you air could do. Mm-hmm. the three you have gone do. down have gone down you and it, the other Absolutely. eighth to 17th chuck them up in yeah. the air wherever yeah. they fall well Arsenal said that in the press conference he said there's always been almost been two leagues 
leagues this year. One to six and, and the rest. And well, one to seven. Give Everton some credit. Well, yeah, well, maybe well, they're way off points. <laughs> the leagues, but I, th- I think Ev- yeah. Everton used to have a, a, one or two for company, sure. didn't they? They, yeah. I mean, Southampton were six last year, I think. Yeah, they, yeah, they were six last year. So, you know, there, were, there was a sort of a, a body of maybe five or six clubs that were sort of fairly solid mid-table and maybe West Brom, Stockholm. Now, they, they are all, they're all just, you know, fighting for survival. I know you've mentioned this before. Mm. But Arsenal's worth over a billion pounds now. Yeah. Cronky bought his shares at seven and a half thousand. They're now seventeen and a half thousand. His shares worth seven hundred yeah. million. Yeah. Of course he's going to give him a two year deal. Yeah. Wenger sat in on Gazidis' interview, effect- either did or effectively did. Peter yeah. Lawwell of Celtic pulled out because effectively the chief executive job had to be rubber stamped by Wenger. Of course he's going to give him a new two year deal. Wenger's not going to walk away from eight million a year. Actually, eight million a year plus, I think he might even get an increment to go up on the next two years. Blimey. Yeah. That, I mean, and even more, he's not going to leave because it's back to that. Key things What's he going to do? What's he going to do? But when do you think we're going to find out, Mock? I mean, I presuming we'll he says, like, after, is it just the day after the cup final, two so. days after 1st yeah. of June? When? Yeah. I can't believe it's going to be before the cup final. No. It'll be too, distru- it, it'll be too yeah. disruptive. Yeah, it can't I can't it's too late. Too disruptive. It? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the last one was announced uh, the day after the cup final. After the cup final, yeah. 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 I think it's going to be after the It'll just be a little statement on the website. And I think what will be really... It depends what the cup final result is. I know you had James in last week, James Olin, you wrote about it. What will be really interesting is that I think we have to agree that Ivan Gazidis wants Arsenal to be competitive and wants Arsenal to succeed and wants Arsenal to move forward. I don't think there's any question about that. But but he knows that his reputation is on the line now. His reputation is completely on the line because yeah. he talked about catalyst for change. Yeah. He's been bashed down <laughs> twice by Wenger, yeah. hasn't he? So there's no director of football. There's no change to the yeah. coaching staff. There's no change to the scouting and the recruitment, which hasn't been very good. And Wenger talked about that the other day, which was a tacit admission that it hadn't been very good. Mm. Then Ivan Gazidis knows he's a he's a patsy, doesn't he? But do you think? I think maybe and his I'll position get... is untenable. Right. Well, sure. But I think I don't think Wenger cares, does he? Because oh, no, I don't think Wenger cares. Think, but I think yeah. Ivan Gazidis cares because oh, it will right. reflect upon him. But I think possibly the only one person who will care is with all due respect to him is him I don't yeah. think Kronky will care I don't think Wenger will care no. but I think Ivan Gazidis then has to decide if yeah. I want I talked about a catalyst for change I wanted all these changes this summer none of them are going to happen yeah. Wenger won Gazidis ah. nil leaves him in an untenable yeah, totally position untenable. yeah and I think yeah, yeah. I think he'd, he'd have to go, have yeah. to it, go would be, yeah. it would be embarrassing but you know it's it's do we really think they're already starting up the you know the kind of war chest stories yeah. I was just, one of the French papers had you know he's going to the spending okay. yeah, headline yeah. was whole new world of spending or something yeah. I mean it's just exhausting isn't it to have to listen to these <laughs> well, stories well it's just yeah, it's, it is just, to a certain extent the same old thing all yeah. the time but I, I I think that you know fans can get back on side with major signings I think it's always been a bone of contention isn't it it's always you know who have Arsenal bought and and, and the uplift that, that fans get when a major signing comes in so you know you can get fans on side fairly quickly Mark shaking no no head. no I'm not shaking <laughs> quite the opposite Arsenal spent 90 million yeah. last summer oh yeah. no they yeah, spent yeah, the money yeah, yeah. now Jacques Mustafi Perez as a collective. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't. I, but know. it would take a big signing, wouldn't it? It would take yeah. a, the kind of signing that I feel he's still incredibly reluctant you to get make. Pogba and Ibrahimovic yes. and finish fifth and win the Europa League or yeah, sixth yeah. or yeah, whatever I'm, I'm, United I'm, are doing. I don't yeah. Know. I'm, not, I'm not saying those signings are guaranteed. It doesn't anything. always work. No, of course. But and well, Wenger makes this point all the time. People look at the, 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 the figure. Rather than the quality, we made about Rob Holding, didn't it? It's been played non-stop. Yeah. I'm sorry, it didn't cost fifty yeah. million. I mean, yeah, you know, the two million pound players. But these stories are Trump. coming from the club that that, yeah. that you know we're suddenly prepared to spend huge amounts of money on the right. But it, but I just think if he's not. He, the, the, the team, this team needs a huge amount of investment, doesn't it? I mean, yeah. no one, you know, whatever happens at the end of the season. I think it needs organize. I, I personally, I think it needs organization and coaching even more than investment. I really do. Well, look I at, think look it needs Chelsea. a structure. Chelsea, look Chelsea at, should at, be a. You but know. look at Chelsea and Tottenham. They are so well coached. 
Yeah. And obviously, Pep is a very good coach. Yeah. Listen, defensively, the team are a bit of a shambles. I get it right. I, I think personally, that's as important as anything is actually what Gazidis talks about is the change of structure. They need a coach. You, when you have Vieira, Petit, Adams, Dixon, Henri, Burkamp, they don't need coaching because they're brilliant players yeah. and they, they coach the next generation. Who coached Ashley Cole? It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't Wenger. It was Tony Adams and Lee Dixon mm. and Martin yeah. Keown to come back here. Don't go up there. You know, we're one and up in here. These players need coaching. Yeah. Mm. I, I know he's one of your favourites. I, I look at Theo Walcott and think, somebody coach him. Because he doesn't yeah, well, he... quite know what to do. No, Kieran absolutely. Gibbs, who probably yeah. go this summer. No one's really coached them properly. Whereas you look at the Tottenham team and the Chelsea team, they are so mm. well the coached. Story, yeah, I have to say, and the story's about, you know, Conte, what he does with the players. It's oh, just, yeah. It's fascinating. They I walk know, it through yeah, and everything. And you talk yeah. to the, you know, these ex-officer the players, they're all kind of... When, when you get Martin Keown, I listen to Martin Keown a lot on Five Live talking about the lack of that at Arsenal. Yeah. It's kind of incontrovertible, isn't it? That it's just Completely a different world. Completely incontrovertible. I mean, yeah. you told me a story once, I won't say who it was, about a previous Arsenal centre-half. And Martin Keown said to him, listen, when they've got a corner, this, this and this, and this previous centre-half just went, pah. And to be fair to him, I know his name's a dirty word, I'll mention him again. Ashley Cole was furious with this centre-half mm. and said, you listen to him. He has won three titles and two doubles and an invincible blah, 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 and played for England. You listen to him. But yeah. this centre-half didn't, yeah. didn't want to know. Dan, we, we've got, we're running out of time. We've got a couple of games to predict. We've got, do you think we... Do you, a, do you think um, we... we sound, I didn't ask you a realistic chance of finishing in the top four. Is that, we, are we still, is that something we should just forget and just concentrate on the cup, like Mark said? Well, that, Dan's... You know, that does a bit of work for in the, in the better market. But it, it's five to one, pretty much, I think we're yeah, giving. So what gives us yeah, a... Yeah, a little bit bigger. I mean, it's... It, it's you're, you're basically, I think effectively laying Liverpool because then you've got the, the, the Middlesbrough win and the, middle, and the draw at Anfield yeah. so that'll work out at those odds because I think almost certainly Arsenal will beat Sunderland and Everton yeah Almost okay. certainly, yeah, yeah. I, I think. I just, I think you're you're completely relying on the other part of the. Everton come the seventh, come what may. Yeah, they they can't, you know, and 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 these days, that you know, they're not that interested in, in doing. Yeah, exactly, they're not interested in Liverpool any favours. Sunderland uh, are a poor team, and, and players are already looking to go, and uh, you know, the the better players in their squad. I I, I think Arsenal will get seventy five points. I think it's on Middlesbrough. If it was middle of the season, I'd give them a bit of a chance. Liverpool have been better away than at home. They dropped points against Southampton last time out. They, they, I think they've won the last four away, actually, haven't they, or something like that. Yes, they you, have. You, yeah, you know, so so there so is a small. To talk, talk, you're talking us into there it. is a small. There is a small chance, yeah. but I, I think. And I'll if that, imagine it. that happens, imagine, you know, we finished with fishing the top after yeah. and we would be unpreposterous. Speak to me this time. The, the speak, if you to me be... this time last week, I, I quite fancied to beat to beat Southampton. The Stoke was always going to be harder after the Stoke game. All the talk off the back of the game was do you know what what an opportunity yeah. here yeah West Ham and do you think if, if you know what, I mean even if we finish fifth or, um, and so you win the cup do you think as a whole the season we can look back and think we've been a bunch of us doubters have been a bunch of whiny idiots who you know and actually it's been a, the season's been alright yeah, look if you win the FA Cup I think you have to say it's been a success because it's a major piece of silver I think you have to you have to you've won an FA Cup you, you know, it also, it, also could have, you know, would have meant beating City and Chelsea yeah I, I think you have to say it's a success and I know people say well didn't challenge for the league didn't challenge for, you, for, for the Champions League but I think if you win the FA Cup I think nearly everybody in football would suggest that's a successful season don't win the FA Cup. No, no, I agree. No, no, no. Don't, I, win, the, yeah. don't win the FA Cup. Then he's not. I, don't, I, I hate <laughs> yeah. people who do diss the FA Cup. Oh, I mean, no, I'm, you know, I love the FA Cup. It's amazing. Yeah. And, and, you know, I work with a lot of Tottenham fans and it's really interesting speaking to them. I say, you've had a fantastic season. You've had two amazing seasons. 
but you haven't yeah, won anything. Yeah. The game is about winning yeah. things. Yeah. And Arsenal have been shambolic for months and will come fifth. But if they, and there's obviously no Champions League football, probably. But if they win the FA Cup, that's three in four years. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Talking of the cup final, is your ticket sorted? Because of uh, the allocation. It's been there? worked on. Oh, yeah. I see. And we have another, another route. Oh, gosh. Yeah, not, not through the, the simple. Yeah, yeah we, we, hopefully we'll get. I'll get to just, just, just on missing out in the Champions League, and I know Arsenal will be in the Europa League, and that and that brings its own issues. But all this thing about being out of Europe and challenging for the league, if Arsenal were to say, for example, not get through, say they finish, is it a playoff round? If it's if it's fifth, or do no, go no, straight, no, to, straight into group stages, yeah. Yeah. it's not a playoff. Don't think so. It's so complicated. I know it's complicated. League. I mean, I'm hedging terribly. For the no, Europa no, no, I think so. The, I thought I thought there was a playoff round. For well, it might place. be for sixth. I think for yeah, for the, for lower for the lower. I think for it might be for sixth, which is yeah. probably well, it depends on obviously. Yeah, sixth. Sorry, yeah, sixth is playoff, Everton, and, yeah. and seventh. Th- well, seventh is a third qualifying round. Right, right, right. Yeah. Which strange enough would have been either side of the Emirates Cup, but yeah. obviously right. Arsenal are nowhere near that. But if there's almost like an optimism of being out of Europe because of what Chelsea have done and what Liverpool nearly did a few years ago. Obviously, we're going to be in the Europa League. Yeah, but this is the that, Europa, that brings its yeah, own. But sort being of out, really out, fully out of Europe, fully is much out, better than being yeah. in the Europa League, isn't it? Better to Apart miss by a mile. Some than entertaining English. Thursday nights. I, I think. I think. You listen. I, I, want, I want to hear that you're going to Albania to watch. <laughs> oh yeah, no, so I, I, back I, I, I like, know what. It's football. Try enjoy it. I, you know, do hey, something I, different. I'm, I embrace Thursday nights. Yeah, yeah, against, yeah. against whoever. Yeah, against. Yeah, well, you know, it's happened. The world will. Do think I, don't, I don't think it'll give us any better chance of winning the league though I mean, no, right. Spurs were in it this year I know they crashed if we get down. a new manager that'll improve chance, <laughs> just, just to clarify I've been on the Premier League oh, yeah. website well it says the fifth place team in the Premier League qualify for the group stage ah, proper yeah. oh, I thought, okay. I know, and, and FA Cup winners do as well if you win the FA right, Cup yeah. you're straight into the group yeah. stage yeah. anyway we're running out of time so let's we've got two games to predict yeah so uh, home wins for me so I'm going to go I'll go 3-0 Sunderland and 2-0 Everton if you want correct yeah of course Mark? Uh, I, I was going to go 3-0-2-1. OK. I think Everton will get a goal. And Josh? Um, 4-0 against Sunderland. 4-0? And then 2-0 on the final day. You know, it could all come to a playoff. An extraordinary... Oh, yeah, if- you wrote this in the thing that we could have the same amount of points, and but that would that would mean... It's, a, it's obviously it's an extraordinary set of circumstances, but we could yet have more games. We could yet have a 39th this game. This was massively on prior, prior to start, wasn't it? It's yeah, just, it was This on was seriously yeah, on, because yeah, yeah, it, yeah. a draw there and a win, and a win for West Ham would have yeah, prior to West Ham right Liverpool. in the mix. Yeah, yeah. Prior to West Ham. Well, basically, not quite sure when it would have taken place. I presume it would have taken place after the FA... And do you know, Liverpool are supposed to have a game in China or something three days after the title. For the 39th game, yeah, come on, yeah, come on, yeah. Um, um, I think it's we're gonna beat Sunderland, yeah. Um, I think it's gonna be 2 1. And um, can I just ask another question though? Yes, or, or, of actually, of more interest than the score tomorrow night will be the crowd. I know, tomorrow. yeah, it's on general, yeah. it's been on general sale, which is unusual, yeah. I think he was asked about this, he was, yeah, he and said he just he went. Shit. I mean, it's well, like he said seats sold. They're all sold. I yeah. think you're doing. Well, that wasn't a quote. <laughs> no, go, I, 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 that was the uh, implication, Josh. Well, of what he said. He said I, he mean, wants he to, uh, yeah. I don't think he does care. I've said this before. I don't think he cares. I, I think he's above it all. I'm sorry, and he floats above it. Doesn't care. Your crowds could go. You know, there could be. There could be. Someone said the other day. Oh, you know, if he thinks he's not going to get these demonstrations once he signs a new contract, even if we win the cup, the day off, and it gets now after, he's going to come. I don't think he cares. He could have demonstrations every single game you know now, for the next two years. He it's would not. It's a story care. because of what he's achieved. Because actually, even when I remember starting to go, you know, you have a midweek game at Highbury would not always be sold out in the mid nineties. You know, so so because of what he's achieved in the twenty years later, here we have a stadium with twenty two thousand more seats. Well, and it's probably, a story. The, probably the end of the George days. Glenn, yeah, Glenn, yeah, Glenn, yeah, Glenn, Glenn, Glenn Helder, Chris Kawonga. Yeah, all right. I, all the I, there weren't many. David Hillier, who's been on here. There weren't many empty 
empty seats in 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 the. In of course the, not. I'm saying you know if you look at the the year or two. And it was fifty four thousand. Or standing, standing in the glory days of uh, in the early. Georgia. Look, I'm not saying we don't have a history for it or anything like that. I'm anyway. just saying it is a very unusual right. circumstance. Yeah, right. and the more cup. will be made of it than maybe <laughs> should be for you know a couple of thousand seats beyond general sale. And what a great opportunity for people that, that can't always get access Absolutely. to tickets. Actually, Actually, my niece is going for the first time oh, tomorrow, you go. and oh, she is oh. unbelievably excited, oh, okay. which okay. is brilliant because yeah. she said, "I don't get a chance to watch Arsenal," so you know. You'll be there, boy? I'll be there, staunch. Yeah, it'll be a yeah. chance for your niece and lots of um, people from Japan and yeah. uh, Texas yeah, and a lot of tourists to come and sketch yeah. it. Yeah. Good. And film it on their iPods, yeah. which is what happens a lot. iPads. 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 Well, both. You can film on an iPod. Well, yeah. well you, the, the, you, no one can see it because you're speaking, but you made quite a wide gesture with your hands. Oh, sorry, I, I meant I didn't right. mean that. Yeah. You're absolutely right. right. Oh, I I nitpicking. From a few newspapers, I thought you were going to. Yeah, I'm not. Typical. I'm just, just, I'm uh, right, much sleep. An opportune <laughs> moment. To, Thanks, Mark. You must have been doing a lot more work for Apple of late. You need to name drop a few of their products. <laughs> just name drop <laughs> Apple products. Someone will be filming on an Apple product of their choice <laughs> yeah. in front of me. They do. Yeah, a lot yeah. of games. It's, oh, yeah. um, it's preposterous. Thank you so much to Mark Pugash. So we're going to be Dan Roebuck. Yes. Well, well, I was just thinking, where are we? We haven't even yeah, we talked are, about know. this. We're definitely doing one after the cup final. Well, you Although, say that, but I'm going on holiday the day after the cup final. Josh. Right. So Dermot, Dermot, you're Dermot, missing, you're Dermot's the parade. Down. I'm missing the parade. Yeah. You might, I think you should. I think, if I may say so, <laughs> you on. should do one when Wenger's uh, future is definitely. Announced. Yeah, but I'm well, not. This ready. can't be a goodbye. We we'll definitely yeah. do one more. Um, well, we could do, yeah, we could, I mean, we could, we we could have this conversation off air. We yeah. should do this one next Monday. Okay, well, yeah, we'll, do that. we'll have two games to discuss and the preview of the cup final. Josh, I'm deciding now. That's yeah. the programming well, decision. I can't, do, decision. Yeah. I can't do next Monday, but oh. we'll work it out. <laughs> we'll work it out. Furious. Right, um, thanks thank so much. you so much to, to Mark pleasure. and to Dan. Pleasure, yeah. pleasure, pleasure. See pleasure. you next time, whenever it is. Bye. Bye. This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. Give software vendor audits the red card by signing up the Livingstone Managed Service Team right away. Call 0203 817 4880 or visit livingstone-tech.com to find out how. If you like this podcast, come and join me, Mark Webster, for the Whistleblowers, a weekly show that looks at the topics that all football fans are discussing this week at the whistleblowers.net. And it happens to be brought to you by the same lot that produced this one. Sports Social Podcast Network.